Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So you know the drill by now, there's going to be movies, games, TV, if you're lucky, and uh, something from the week. So here we go, this is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Right then. Oh, there. Warm one. To unzip the jumper. Just move this guy a little bit. So, hello. It's me. It's Cookie. Darkest Timeline Podcast. You already know that because you read the... uh, Read the description. Listen to the intro. So, you know, you're doing well. Um, I've got a list. It is nearly a week after Christmas, so we can talk a little bit about Christmas. Um, At this point in time though, something that's on my list, I made a list and I put something on it. Um, I'm going to jump it all the way to the front of the queue. Um, I am quite unwell at the moment. Um, I, I've noticed that that actually seems to be a bit of a theme as far as podcasts are concerned. I seem to talk about which version of unwell I am. Um, it must be some form of low immune system, I presume. Um, so, Saturday, it's now Monday, um, sat down Saturday evening. And I was like, ooh, feel like uh, like gripey stomach, arms aching, headache. Uh, I'd had a headache running up to Christmas like every day for like three days. Uh, then it went for a few days. Um, and then it came back. And the arms that were aching, headache, stomach was uh, poorly, poorly, uh, just felt sick. That was Saturday um, early evening and basically we're now at 48 hours um, I think it's like um, like gastroenteritis like a stomach flu I think Americans call it um, I was I was yeah all I wanted to do Sunday was sleep like all I wanted to do was sleep um, which is amazing because although all I wanted to do was sleep. I still managed to get loads done for the podcast. Um, but I'll come to that in a bit. Uh, yeah, at this point in time, it's it's not looking good. I'm not going to lie. It's it's not been a fun couple of days. Um, just just sick again. Um, I, I even took to the internet to look and see uh, what sort of remedies there might be to get me over this because like I say we're at 48 hours now um so you know even the worst stomach bugs should be sort of subsiding at this point um I am not drinking an energy drink I haven't had an energy drink for a few days for obvious reasons I can't imagine that's the best thing to put in my body uh having said that I've had um I had a coffee this morning because I was like, I need something. Um, And I have had a coffee this afternoon, but nothing since. I'm just about to hit some juice. Although, saying that, um, I'm not sure if juice has been something that's been causing me issues. Um, So, I am not well. Um, Don't. Don't know what it is, don't know where it's come from. Um, went swimming on Saturday. Um, all the girls had new swimming equipment, costumes, swimming bags. Uh, the older two had armbands, so on and so forth. Uh, so obviously they wanted to go and try all that out. Um, I always feel a little unwell after going swimming. 
I work on the principle that uh, there's probably a lot of germs in a swimming pool. Um, the little pool was closed, so everybody was in the big pool. Uh, so obviously you've got a lot of children. Um, I, I think I think they're just like a big petri dish for germs. So I work on the principle that there's a possibility that uh, it could have been that. Um, <clears throat> I've been trying to, I've been practicing uh, my underwater swimming, trying to get further and further being able to swim underwater. Uh, but sometimes when you when you push it a bit too much, sometimes you drink a little bit of the pool. I wonder if that might have uh, caused something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, what that does mean is that there's a possibility that there might be some pauses in this podcast, which is why I'm getting this out of the way first, because of reasons. Um, so yeah, nice way to get things started. I am, I am not well. Um, it's one of those things, I mean, you know, could it be... Um, could it be from Christmas, you know? I was quite run down, which I'll come to. Um, so, you know, it could be run down mixed with um, getting some germs or I don't know. I am not a doctor uh, and Dr. Google is not a doctor. So, Christmas, uh, five days ago, something at this point in time, I have that thing, and I seem to say it on every podcast at the moment, um, but I think it's relevant. Um, I have that thing that I try not to date podcasts so much, um, but then they end up getting dated. It's not as bad now because I I had a week of uploading a load of podcasts to try and get this one up to date. So I imagine you'll be getting this uh, rather back in the January or something. It's not too bad. Um, so we had Christmas. Uh, yeah. Best best part of it has to be that uh, the night before Christmas, no, the night before Christmas Eve, the baby was like, hey, do you know what's a great idea? I've got an amazing idea. How about I don't sleep? That's that's a good idea, yeah? That's, that's really going to be a... Uh, a, a good idea um so the baby was just just seemed to be up like she was talking wanted to play like full-blown like three o'clock in the morning sort of awake um subsequently i certainly didn't really get a lot of sleep um baby was just you know awake it was just a random one just so happened to be the night before christmas eve Christmas Eve rolls around, um, and we'd done a lot of stuff. We'd done a lot of preparation, um, swapped the bedrooms over to make it so that the um, so the girls had a new bedroom for Christmas. A um, lot of present wrapping, a lot of getting stuff sorted. We decided to do Christmas Eve boxes, so it's getting all that sorted. Um, so we took the girls, we went into town, we were going to go to Humpet and have some lunch. Uh, and as we were walking down the street towards Humpet, I was like, yeah, Humpet's not going to be open today, because why would it be? It's not, you know, festive or anything. And as we were sort of getting close, I was like, yeah, they're definitely closed. Um, so we went somewhere else to get some lunch. We wanted to go and see the, uh, the snow on the shambles. Various points in December, they uh, put artificial snow down the shambles in York. Um, cool idea. Um, looked cool from the small amount I saw. We were working on principle, it would be like on the hour. Uh, and we were there, right, on the hour. Didn't happen, so I we went to get something to eat. Um, we were in a place over the road from where the shambles is and a little bit after 12 we could see the snow so we got to see it um, just probably not quite experience it maybe um, took the uh, took the middle daughter on a merry-go-round that was uh, that was fun um, I love it when when they're just laughing 
you know, and it's not, it's one step under uncontrollable laughter. Um, and she was just laughing and laughing and laughing. And there's, there's no better sound, there's no better experience. There's just, that is the best sound. Um, so that was, that was nice. Um, then we came home and it was like, oh, you know, bedrooms and Christmas Eve. And we watched, uh, watched the Grinch, the latest version of the Grinch that uh, Scott Mosier directed. Um, I think I missed a bit of it. But from what I saw, it was very funny, very entertaining. Um, I do quite like the, the Jim Carrey Grinch. Um, but this was um, different. It was different enough to be different, but similar enough to still be like sort of what you know. Certainly very entertaining. Um... So, we're getting to the back end of the day. I've not slept. It's, you know, what Christmas is like. It's high stress. It's high anxiety. It's high alert. It's everything. And it's just getting towards the back end. I was exhausted. And I mean, like... Dead on you, dead on your freaking feet, exhausted. I have, I've been on like, I've been out for three days straight and not felt as tired as I did at that point in time. Um, obviously got to night time and all of the children go to bed in stages. Um, you gotta get your stories and things like that. Um, my middle daughter. Uh, is so much like me when it comes to falling asleep. It's hilarious. If she's ready for bed, you put her in bed, tuck her in, and I just sort of sit with her until she falls asleep, and it will be under five minutes. Sometimes it's under three minutes, and she's just gone, snoring her head off, snoring a little head off. So that's funny. Um, my eldest is a bit more on the, you know, it's Christmas, so it's super exciting, uh, doesn't really sleep, uh, because she's waiting for Father Christmas. And I remember that. I, I used to... I, I used to hate it because it was just... Christmas Eve was the longest day. Christmas... It, it just that night of dreading going to bed and being awake for hours on end with the, the possibility, the excitement of what could possibly happen that next day, that next morning or whatever. It was It was awful. Um, so she was like that, um, to not spoil anything, to not ruin any illusions. I'm not going to say too much. I imagine it's adults that are listening to this. Uh, so there's not much of an illusion there, but you never know. There might be small ears around. So all I'll say is that I did my, uh, did my father Christmas duty. Um, there so many presents so many presents it was it was crazy insane um just just so many there was loads um and then had to do um another father christmas duty parents out there you know what that means uh you know the last job before you go to bed and that sort of stuff um so came upstairs uh, went in the bedroom to check to make sure everyone make sure everyone was sleeping, make sure that everybody was ready for Father Christmas to come, and I was like, "Oh, why does it sound like somebody's moving around?" Oh, at this point, I was, it was early, but I was like, I think it was like eleven o'clock something. I was like, "I gotta do this last job, and I've got to go to bed. I am dead." So. I was like, oh, you know, is it is it somebody just rolling over? Is it, you know, I can hear snoring, I can hear this, I can hear that. Oh, you know, I think somebody might be awake or you know, light sleeping or whatever. All of this came out of the room, stuck my head back around the door just to check. Oh, no, there's definitely a noise of some kind. All of this in out and, you know, check again. At one point, went to open the door and my eldest comes walking out of the bedroom. Oh, I need a wee. All right, okay. 
So she went off to the bathroom, came back. I was like, oh, you know, you're all right. Yeah, good. Okay. Got her back in, got her tucked in. I could see that she was looking at her stocking like, oh, he's obviously not been yet. And all I can think is, no, he hasn't. And he's probably not going to be coming for a while at this rate. It's like, oh, you know, you've got to get in and got to get tucked in. Got to get, uh, you know, all of that so that you can have a good night's sleep. Make sure Father Christmas comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was about 11 o'clock. I was past it by this point. I was, like I say, I've been out for three days straight and felt in a better position than I did at that point in time. So, half 11, I went and checked. Still awake. Cool. 12 o'clock. Still making noise every time I open the door. Um, I was like, right, I just need to leave it longer. I need to leave it longer. Uh, sat down. I think 40 minutes later, I'd fallen asleep on the sofa, but my body was like, you can't fall asleep. You need to be awake. You've got a job to do. If you fall asleep and this job doesn't get done, you know, blah, 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 blah. My body was like, how do we wake him up? Um... Oh, I've got a good idea. Um, get him to bite his own tongue. So, yeah, I had my... I can't really explain it without using visuals, and there are no visuals here. So, um, it's like my, my the top of my tongue was flat against the back of my teeth. And I've obviously, like, my body's basically opened my mouth a bit so that the tongue has sort of gone out in the gap. And then I've bitten down sharply uh, and I've just bitten like a huge section of the top of my tongue. Obviously it woke me up, um, so it did the job, but wow. Um, I was like, right, it's been 40, 45 minutes at this point in time. She's got to be asleep. She's got to be asleep because, I mean, wow. Stuck my head around the door. Still noise. I'm like, what? All I could think at this point in time was, like what other parents, I remember, I remember my mother telling stories of her doing certain jobs, Father Christmas type jobs, when I used to get in after like drinking all night, when I was like, 17, 18, 19. And she used to... Uh, I don't know whether she'd, like, stay up or... I can't imagine she'd stay up. Maybe, like, get up like, after I'd come home or something and do Father Christmas job. And I'd, like... Obviously, at that age, you're just like, how have you done this? Oh, I got up and did it. It's like, I didn't get in until five. Oh, no. So all I could think was, like, that. And then I was thinking about other parents who, like, you know... People who've got children that are naturally light sleepers or any of that. And I, I was just, all of a sudden I just felt sorry for everyone else because I was feeling so sorry for myself. Um, and I was just, I was so beside myself. Um, but I realised, all too late, I realised that it might have been me that was screwing this up so i was going out of the podcast studio and going into the bedroom sticking my head through the door but i was leaving the light on in the in the podcast studio which i was using to try and help me see however after a multitude of attempts to get into the room i'm like what if it's the light that's disturbing her? What if the light is what's, like, making her... I don't know if she was waking up every time or what. I was like, right. Two things. Number one, at this point in time, we've just got to own this situation. We have to own it. Number two, I wonder if it's the light. 
So I left it another 40 minutes. It's half one at this point. I basically haven't slept for, I don't know, two days or something. Not, not a decent night's sleep at least. So I was like, right, go out the room, shut the door so that there's no light. Use the phone as like a little torch, but don't put the actual torch on. Get in there, stride in there like an absolute boss. Grab the items that are required at that point in time and get the F out of Dodge. So I was like, you know, getting psyched up for it. And I was like, right, you just got to own it. So I opened the door, used a little bit of phone light. I was like, I can't hear anything. I can't see it. Let's just go. Went, picked up one thing, picked up the other thing, came out, door shut into the podcast studio i'm like yes oh so i'm like okay everything's gone fine and dandy but i'm about to fill sacks with multiple things and then i have to get these sacks that are full of multiple items back in those rooms back in that room so I'm like screw it at this point in time what will be will be so I filled one I filled the other pulled the cords picked one up I was like oh, I mean it's a bit noisy but not as bad as I thought it might be like especially if I'm holding it, it's not making any noise. You know, I'm not banging it against stuff. Check the other one. I was like, uh, a bit noisier. Uh, but again, if I'm holding it up, it's not making noise. What I realized, however, was the second one, when I put it down on the floor, it fell over. It was like it was misshapen. So I was like, right, okay, I need to remember to put it the other way around. So there's this thing where it's like, realistically, it should go on the end of the bed. I am like, absolute, at this point in time, I was like, there is no way I'm putting these on the bed. No way. What I will do is I will put them near to the bed, but not on the bed. So I went in for the middle door. I was like, right, yours no i did my eldest first and i just walked over because that was the one that was the problem walked over put it down near the head of the bed facing the right way it didn't fall over chicken dinner turned was like damn it where i was thinking i was going to put my middle daughters if my eldest had got out of bed to go to the toilet again she just stepped on it so i'm like shit so i left it at the head of the bed but far enough away that if i put it down it made a noise it wouldn't wake her and then i got the hell out of there by the time i got to bed it was two o'clock i was because all i could think was they're going to be up at five ready to go raring to go and i will not be and it will not make for a, a merry christmas as it was uh they were up at like seven absolute madness i was like you know don't get me wrong perfect but yeah crazy bonkers um so yeah i mean it was it was christmas um i wrote christmas down as a thing i had loads of stuff to say about it. i really realized at this point i've probably been talking for 20 minutes about christmas and the ins and outs of doing certain things um there was loads of stuff like stuff i haven't covered um absolutely loads um but yeah you know it was it was christmas uh i made christmas dinner that is what i do i do the christmas dinner um and i i hate being the guy that makes a meal then sits down and spends the entire time going, I'll tell you something, this is a bloody good meal. But 
in a lot of ways, the Christmas dinners sometimes the best part. Because, you know, I, I always remember the whole thing about you eat your highest calorie meal on Christmas Day. Because, like, a proper Christmas dinner is, like, 1,500 calories or something. You eat, like, your daily calorie intake in one go. And I'm always like, how the how do you work that out? But then, you know, when you've got, like, mashed potato and it's got, like, what it's got in it. And then you've got, like gravy and cheese sauce and just a massive quantity of food um and you know the whole thing is you want it to be ready when it's ready cooked when it's cooked hot and and that's the key it wants to be hot when you serve it it's that's not impossible i've done it a few years now a couple of years whatever two or three years um it's not impossible to get the whole meal hot but there are tricks and if you use those tricks well enough then you can have a good christmas dinner um i'd seen a video the day before of all these different tricks to use for yorkshire puddings i believe that your yorkshire pudding is this is the the cornerstone of the christmas dinner if you've got a good yorkshire pudding the rest is fine if you've got a bad one it's basically ruined let's face it um, so I just I just zone in on those Yorkshire puddings and I just it's like that is the key to the lot. And then I'm saying to people I'm like it's probably not the day to try something new with the Yorkshire puddings. Um, everybody said that they were great. Everyone said they were the the best Yorkshire puddings. Um, weird, weirdly, two days later I did another cooked dinner um, because I had parsnips to use up go figure um and i did yorkshire puddings again and those those were the ones those were the those were the money they were oof. um so yeah there was a multitude of presents there was uh, a good christmas dinner christmas pudding um yeah it was christmas um Something I wrote on my, something I wrote on my list, and this is one of those. I wrote it at the time, and now I'm like, Bleh. but I wrote it down, so I kind of have to discuss it. It's Christmas. You've got kids; they get toys. So it's like, Daddy, can you open this toy? It might need some scissors because it's got sellotape. Okay, I can get on board with this. It's a cardboard box. It's got some sellotape to seal it in. Yes, baby, I can open that toy for you. Might not even need scissors. No, it might not need scissors, but what it might need is a set of bolt cutters, a welding torch, a plasma cutter, and some dynamite. What is it that these toy manufacturers think is going to happen to these toys? Open a toy for the baby the other day. Got um, Auntie Sky got her a, a, a toy for a high chair, and it was literally unfold a bit of the cardboard, pop out the thing. It's like holy smokes! Somebody actually knows how to package a toy. Some of these things have got like locking mechanisms, like these plastic locking mechanisms that you have to unscrew. Then there's these elastic bands. So the next thing, there's elastic bands all over the house. Then there's string, then there's the plastic things that I just, rather than untying them, I just cut through. Then there's the things that they use to like put tags on clothes. Then there's, there was this one thing. It was like a car or something, and it had every single one of those that I've just mentioned, and then some. It was like, I don't know what these people think are happening to these toys, but give us a chance. You know, when you start moving up through the scales of scissors, like you get a little pair of scissors and you're trying to cut something, it's like, well, they don't work. Next set. And you get a slightly bigger pair, it's like, nope, they don't work. Right, let me get the let me get the bad boys out. And you get them and you can barely get through stuff. That's what it was like for absolutely everything. It was bonkers. So yeah, like I say, I wrote it down on my list. So I 
I thought I would talk about. Um, so yeah, Christmas came and went. Uh, we're now staring down the barrel on New Year's. Um, New Year's these days is uh, is a quiet affair in this house. Um, I'm going to watch a film. Um, I'm hoping I can, you know, eat something at that point in time. Um, I'd like a cigar. Uh, Mr. Williams bought me a beautiful looking cigar uh, for Christmas. And I'm like, since I since I got it, I'm now like, I want to smoke a cigar. Um, but then there's that part of me that's like, oh, I should save it for a special occasion. Then I'm like, but New Year's Eve is a special occasion. But then I'm like, but I'll just be sat smoking a cigar on my own. So then I'm like, oh, I need it. I need people. Um... So I'm sure we'll have to arrange a, a whiskey and cigar night coming up in the future. Um, okay, that is what's happened in the last week. No surprises, it was Christmas. Um, I, again, talking about stuff, I am poorly sick. Um, and what goes with that is, yesterday all I wanted to do was sleep. Um, uh, the land and the baby went out yesterday I have no idea where at this point in time oh she went to her dad's she went to her dad's I was uh, I got up I gave the baby the breakfast uh, I was in I was not in a good state that was when like I was still aching and I just wanted to sleep and all of that. Uh, Leanne needed to get ready to go out. So it was like, I'll give the baby the breakfast. You can do all you need to do. And then I can just go back to bed. That wasn't the case though. Because this is one of those things. I know how this is going to sound. But it is what it is. When I woke up in the morning, uh, it was pointed out to me that there was a spider on the ceiling. Um... This spider was a handsome size. And it was right above where I sleep. So. I used to be terrified of spiders. Um, as years went on, there was various points where I was like, I've got to be, I've got to be better with this. There were times when I was worse. Like, if there was a spider in the house, I'd just leave the house, and it'd take all of my strength not to burn the house down. Um, there was times when I used to catch them in glass, you know, glass and a piece of paper, and take them outside. I think I gave that up on that when the same spider returned three times, and I had to uh, beat it to death with a book. Um, because I don't want to do... That's the bit I don't want to do. I don't want to kill a spider. Um, there was an incident... Um, a few years ago. Went to Comic-Con. Uh, and my eldest... Was still in the push chair. And... It was just me and her. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. We were outdoors. Uh, I'm watching, you know, various things. There was a bird display thing going on. And I looked away at one point and looked back. And there was a spider crawling on the, uh, on the push chair. Heading towards uh, my eldest. And I was like, what do I do? Because I was still scared of spiders at this point. And I was like, I need to I need to do something. There's no one here. There's no one to help me. I, I have to be the person that that resolves this situation. So I'm like, I have to save the child from the spider. Um there's this type of therapy uh where they put you in in a room with the thing you're afraid of. And um, it's like fight or flight. You have to get over your fear to be able to deal with the situation. Um, and it was kind of like that. Something inside me snapped and I, and I batted the spider off the pushchair. And from that point on, I kind of came to terms with spiders. So I'm in this weird limbo place 
So for example, I can see a large spider from here. So in the corner of the room, hasn't moved since we changed the rooms over. So at this point in time, I'm, I presume he might be dead. Um, but there's a spider in the corner of the room. Um, I don't run away now if I see them. And I'm very much in the camp of, I just leave them alone. Um, on the flip side, I don't want them crawling on me. And I don't want them falling on me. Um, and that's where I was with that situation. I didn't want to get into bed feeling poorly and have a large spider drop on me. Because it would. That was the thing. I was like, it would definitely do that. So, I was like, I can't go back to bed. I'll go and sit on the sofa. I was like, one of the things about being sick is, for me, you know, if, if it's like this situation where it's like a like a gastric thing and it's like an achy body thing, as long as you've got a toilet that you feel comfortable with and you can just, you know, be the rest of the time, you kind of like, you know, it is what it is. Um, so, Leanne and the baby went out. I was sat on the sofa at the point they left. I heard the front door shut and then I woke up an hour later. And I'm like, where am I? What's going on? Um, so that was that. I was then like, I need to put, I need to put something on. Um, I was already, like I said, I was already sat on the sofa. So I was like, put Netflix on. Obviously, we're still at a point in time now where I'm like, I want to watch The Irishman. But I just couldn't concentrate. All I wanted to do was sleep. But at the same time, I'd had a bit of sleep. So I was kind of awake. So I was like, I just want to put something on. Put Netflix on. So the this week, I've set this sort of thing where I need to watch two films. One of them was The Irishman, which I keep talking about, which I still haven't got around to watching. I'm going to watch it tomorrow morning. I swear down. The other one is the film Six Underground. So, Ryan Reynolds, which I honestly don't know why Ryan Reynolds bothers doing anything that isn't Deadpool these days. Um, as far as typecasting's concerned, he's, he's just going to be dead. But I saw a video on YouTube earlier today, and it was Ryan Reynolds was eating or drinking Asian alcohol of some sort. But that wasn't what the video was called. It was Deadpool Drinks whatever um he was born to play that role but he will always be that role you know it's like Hugh Jackman you can do whatever you want but you're always going to be Wolverine sort of thing um Ryan Reynolds the only other guy that I could really put my finger on who he was was the guy that played Dr. Dre in Straight Outta Compton um Directed by Michael Bay, made by Netflix, made, made for Netflix, whatever you want. So, a very hit and miss with Michael Bay. Um, I have and do enjoy Michael Bay films. The more, like, more recently, they are few and far between. Michael Bay has made what is possibly my favourite film, which is Pain and Gain. Uh, the reason I can enjoy it, even though it's a Michael Bay film, is it is because it doesn't come across as a Michael Bay film, in the sense that there's no elaborate, not too many elaborate explosions, and it's like a more of a not a documentary, but it's based on true story. Um, I don't think people believe that it was made by Michael Bay. Um, bad Boys? Did he do Bad Boys? The first one. You know, the first Transformers film was fine. Uh, I didn't mind the first um, Turtles film. Um, but when you get later into the Transformers franchise, I mean... Um, and, you know, going back to the Robot Chicken, uh, Michael Bay, Baba Boom... Uh, he just likes blowing stuff up. Um, 
Mr. Panas had said he'd watched Six Underground and said that it was really good and had really good car chase at the beginning, so on and so forth. Um, so I was like, I want to watch it. I don't think it's going to be very good because I don't think that Michael Bay, yeah, whatever. Um, I was like, Ryan Reynolds is going to play Ryan Reynolds. There's a load of other people in it I don't really know. And I don't really know what the story is supposed to be. I'd seen like multiple trailers, because obviously Netflix does ram stuff down your throat. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm sick. I need to put something on. Now's the time to watch that. It really wasn't. That was the problem. I think because I was sick, it made watching it worse. Um... I'm sorry to say this. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Panas, if you are listening, um, because you seem to say it was quite good. That film is fucking awful. Jesus, that film is terrible. I know I've heard people describe Michael Bay films as like a a, a two-hour headache, and I had a headache. And I didn't feel very well. But the number of cuts, the number of explosions, the fact that the story was incomprehensible and it was just one of those films where you spent your time going, why? Why are we doing this? Why is this happening? Why have you taken this turn? Why is this twist? Why, 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 why? What is the point? I loved the free running in it. I'm a, I, I like free running. I, I do enjoy it. But even though that was, there was bits of free running in it, one of the sections I was like, what possible reason have you got to be doing that other than to show off free running? It serves no purpose. The story made no sense whatsoever. It jumped around like, oh man, like, it would flash forward, flash back, flash sideways, flash up, flash down. Which just made it even harder to follow and understand. It was a hot mess. Now, I know for a fact... I don't, I don't know for a fact. No, that's not right. I know that previously I've had people say to me, You've put me off stuff by giving something a bad review and then I've experienced it for myself and I didn't think it was that bad but your review put me off I'm not here to to do that I'm here to give my review what I thought it was one of those that I felt traumatized by it as a film I was talking about it like hours after watching it going oh and there was this bit I just don't understand why they've done it because it just made a the whole film was incomprehensible admittedly i wasn't well i was feeling ropey and i was feeling tired probably not the best situation to watch it but wow all i could think was how much did this cost to make for what reason it just didn't make any sense the last one i watched that um triple frontier Something, Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, and a load of other guys, uh, the guy that was in The Second Kingsman, um, that was another one where they'd made these trailers and it looked really good, and I was like, oh man, i got to get that watched. And it, and that was that suffered from the same thing. It was like, what is the point to this film? As Sam would say, don't waste my time. And that film was a waste of time. It was terrible. So that was Six Underground. Um, whilst I was still poorly sick, whilst I was sat, um, I was like, well, you know, I'm still on my own. I still need something to put on. Uh, what, what else has Netflix got to offer me? So I sat and I was going through it and very quickly I saw something and I was like, oh, that's on Netflix. That's interesting. 
So uh, the film Fighting With My Family was on Netflix, which I didn't know. I have seen the first 10-15 minutes of this film and fully intended to watch it. Wasn't prepared to buy it, which is always a bit of a... Um, so it's the, it's the story of Paige, the female wrestler, Paige. Um, it has Dwayne Johnson in briefly, and it was produced by Dwayne Johnson, and I believe Stephen Merchant, who I'm not a huge fan of. Um, it's got Nick Frostin, who I used to be a bigger fan of. I'm less a fan of these days. Lena Headley, is it? Heady? Um, which I was surprised, it felt like a bit of a step down for her, but then, you know, I suppose it's still quite a big budget movie. Um, Vince Vaughn, who I also don't have a lot of time for. It was one of those that, as a, as a film and a cast, probably not a great one for me. Um, but having watched the first 10 minutes or so of it, I enjoyed it. It was, it was funny. It was a good mix of comedy and, you know, again, real life events sort of thing. So I was like, that is what we should watch next. Skip through the first 10 minutes because I'd seen it. Watch the rest. Um, I enjoyed it. It was an enjoyable watch. I found that it was a good mix of humour and that sort of, like I say, based on a true story sort of thing. Anytime I watch anything like that, I wonder how close to reality it is. You know, how much has it been dialed up or dialed down for Hollywood? Um, the Rock was in it. Um, he had a couple of really good scenes. Um, Nick Frost was quite good in it. I, I couldn't complain. Um, the girl, I don't know. I can't say I know the girl that they had playing Paige um, from other stuff. Um, Vince Vaughn was tolerable in it. Uh, it was it was a good watch. It was. Um, Definitely the sort of thing I needed at that point in time. It was a film that I could just stick on and watch and enjoy whilst feeling unwell. Um, I imagine it was a couple of hours. So I watched that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that thing, isn't it? It's hard to review something that, that's good. Uh, and it was. It was a good film. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was still in the market for something to watch. So I finally, finally, finally finished series two of Final Space. Um, it was good. Um, I think, you know, I've talked about it for weeks and weeks and weeks now. Uh, my TV watching is very much behind. Uh, I've talked about it for a while. Um, started out not great, got better as it went along, was fine at the end. I must admit, I fell asleep in the last, literally, seconds of the last episode. Um, I don't know whether there was something significant. I kind of wanted to go back and watch it, but I was just, I was just tired at that point. So I was a little bit like, oh, I'm sure it was nothing. But there was like a music, you know, when you're kind of asleep with your eyes with your eyes closed, but your ears open. I was that sort of asleep. So there was a musical thing that suggested something was happening. I might have to go back and watch that briefly. Um, yeah, started out not great, got better, finished fine. Uh, I know that me and Luke spoke about Final Space, and I know that there was apparently some issues with Series Two, and they've said that Series Three will be better. Um, it's one of those I've been talking about it for weeks at this point in time so I probably don't need to talk about it much more um, so yeah that is Final Space haven't watched any Evangelion because if I'm honest uh, I haven't been to the gym um, that is a mixture of it was Christmas and I have been poorly uh, I was going to go back to the gym yesterday uh, no, I was going to go on, yeah, yesterday, Sunday. Uh, obviously, that, that didn't happen because of being sick. Let's talk computer games. 
Obviously, there's console stuff, and then there is the VR stuff. You know how this goes. Um, I got three games for Christmas. I got the Ghostbusters Remaster. Uh, I got the Outer Worlds and Greedfall. But at the run-up to Christmas, I was playing God of War again. Uh, obviously, we've spoke. I spoke about that with Luke. I felt like I heard the game. An apology. Every time I play that game these days, I set out to play it quote unquote properly and go off and do all the side mission stuff because there's various side missions throughout the game that you pick up from uh, the dwarves and stuff, and I never do. I never do, and I, I start out with the best intentions in the world. And I never do the side missions. Um, <clears throat> I finished it. Uh, it's as good as it ever was. It was probably a little bit better this time round. Because I think I was giving it a bit more of a chance. Because um, nothing was hanging in the balance. You know, I didn't need to give it the game of the year tag. Um, I don't know if I, if I went back at the... If I went back knowing now... Or knowing then what I know now, whether I might have given it game of the year. Um, I don't like it when things get super hyped. And I felt that game had more hype around it. Um, there are various bits in that game that are a little... I can't explain it. I can't put it into words. Um... It's a great game. It is a great game. But going from God of War 3 to that God of War, um, in some ways it's a down step. Um, I think I think a little bit of the scale is lost because God of War was such a huge, and I do mean huge, you know, often there was giant things on the screen. And I'm not saying that isn't in this version. You know, there's the World Serpent... Uh, there's a giant, um, but it is more definitely more story driven. Whereas, you know, more, more often than not, the God of War story is kill, hack, slash. Um, God of War Three's got a great story, um, but this one is definitely a, a real story driven game. Um, so I finished that, and I was like, right. I've got three new games. Which is going to be first? I got Ghostbusters Remastered. Uh, and I was like... Mm. I have played this game before. I played it originally on the 360. I have heard not great things about the remaster. Um, a lot of stuff around. Uh, there's various different ways to do a remaster. Ranging from... Uh, the Devil May Cry remaster, which I think is is re, sort of reviewed as one of the worst remasters, uh, to your, your Resident Evil 2, which is a ground-up rebuild of a game. Um, this probably sits in the middle, where they've tied up some bits, but left things like the menus and stuff the same as they were. Um, problem is, I wasn't a huge fan of the original game. Um, I should probably put out a disclaimer at this point in time. I know that there will be some people listening to this now. Ghostbusters is their life. Uh, I am not about to slag off that side of things. Don't feel like I'm attacking that. Um, I am talking about my opinion of something. So for me... Ghostbusters 1, Ghostbusters 2 are great films. Thoroughly enjoyable. Um, I enjoy both. Ghostbusters, I believe, is the one that we're supposed to think a certain thing of. I do not think it's the best film ever made. It just isn't. It's a great film. It's a fantastic film. It's definitely a film of its time. It is not the best film ever made. I'm sorry, that's just my opinion and that differs to other people's um i have not seen the ghostbusters film with the with the ladies in because i knew it was going to be terrible before it came out it came out and had some of the worst reviews of any film um 
I've heard nothing good about it. And I don't need that in my in my Ghostbusters franchise. The way the game was done was that it was supposed to be the third film. Um, obviously, there's been a multitude of issues with getting that to happen. Um, I think that mostly is Bill Murray based. Um, which is strange when you think that all of the voices from the Ghostbusters, all of the actors, do the voices in the game. Bill Murray is Bill Murray. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the game originally. Uh, why did I get it, you might ask? Because I fancied playing it again. Um, it was a game I enjoyed more further into it. Um, so I just I fancied playing it again as the short version it's been a bit of a slog if I'm honest um, I've played it for a couple of days now and I'm going to say something that's going to be like well that's that could, that could be literally any game but it's very rinse and repeat it's very cut copy paste and the the cg and the and the um the animation and stuff isn't brilliant it's not really been tightened up that much it doesn't look great it doesn't play overly well like there's points where i'll just be stood and the character will just be walking around on their own and i'm like i'm not even touching the controller at this point in time um one of the beams that I've been trying to use, like the capture beam, doesn't always work. Um, it feels a little bit buggy, which if you think it's like quite an old game, they should have sorted the bugs out before sort of re-releasing it. Um, yeah, it's just, it is, you know, here's this enemy at this point in time. Okay, kill 50 of them. All right, okay. Um... You know, there are entertaining elements, uh, the the voice acting's enjoyable, um, but it's a bit tough going. So, I made the decision today to at least install the other two games. Um, I think if I'm, excuse me, I think if I'm honest, I'm going to have a go on The Outer Worlds. Um, I've heard, I heard really good things about that to start with. And then I think as people got further into the game, I think they felt felt like it kind of dropped off towards the back end. Uh, as is one of those things, I'll only find out by playing it myself. So I'm gonna gonna give that a crack, and then I think we'll give Greedfall a go further down the line. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the console games. Um, like I say, I'm not I'm not out to slag off things that people love. Uh, because, like I say, I know that there are people that listen to this podcast who thoroughly, thoroughly love the Ghostbusters, and I'm not, I'm not slagging off uh, the franchise as a whole. I'm just saying that there are elements of that franchise that I do not agree with. I feel they could have done better with the game. Um, whatever. Um, let's talk some VR. I. Uh, I got a voucher, an Amazon voucher for Christmas, uh, which I used to purchase some bits and bobs, some accessories for the VR. Uh, I got a silicon faceplate um, and some stuff for the the hands. Uh, I tried the, I tried out the um, like the straps, so you don't have to use the straps that it comes with. You can sort of let go of the controller as well. Tried it on one side. Um, one of the videos I'd watched. Uh, one of the guys that I watch VR videos for, he was saying that people had commented on it made it difficult to get to the home buttons, but he hadn't found that problem. Um, when I put the strap on, I was like, I don't know how you've not found that problem. It's almost impossible to get to the home button without moving it in a certain way. And it just felt strange. It also came with silicon covers for the for the hands, uh, which, so I took the strap off and put the silicon covers on. They feel a lot better, so I've left those on. Um, absolutely rinsed the, uh, the Christmas sale for the VR. Got 
four or five games. Um, having had Christmas, um, haven't really played much. There's been a few game updates as well. Pistol Whips had a new song added. Arizona Sunshine has had two-handed weapons update. And that might be it. Um, over Christmas, didn't really. I didn't play any VR, and then uh, being sick, it's been a bit of a. I don't know if VR is the right thing. Uh, this afternoon, I was like, "Well, let's see, shall we?" So I put the VR on. Had a go on the new Pistol Whip track, which I previously played, but I thought I'd have another go on it. Um, the ducking under stuff made me feel sick, so I took it off for a bit. Had to sit down. Went back to it, had another couple of goes, uh, then I felt sick again. Took it off again, had another break. Uh, had an absolute nightmare with my internet today. Honestly, I'm getting beyond sick and tired of having to deal with internet problems. Uh, March cannot come round far soon enough because I will definitely be changing my broadband provider. Um, Put the VR back on and started playing uh, again and picked up in the sale, which is Red Matter. Um, originally, like in the first, like before getting the VR, uh, this was a game that I was going to get. Um, well, you know, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. I had to make a decision at one point between one game and another. Uh, the the cost was racking up and racking up and racking up um so red matter got left behind uh it won it was in the christmas sale although to say it was on sale is a bit of a over exaggeration i think it had like nine percent off it or something uh it's usually like 19 quid i think i got it for 17 pounds something um So not a huge saving. Still saving though. Uh, so I put that on today. It's, um, it's a puzzle game. Which uh, I did the first bit. You know, you sort of get acclimated to the, the controls and stuff. Um, it's got like a super cool... Uh, you have like these little pincer things instead of hands. Um, and then you've got like... You can change one of them into like a thing that uh scans stuff or a torch um and it and it's literally like it's like puzzles you you go into um you go into a, like a base and it's like right you gotta open this door but the it's electric and the fuses are blown so you need to find fuses so you find one straight away but then where's the other one and you gotta go around the room and you gotta move things around and do all stuff so you can get further to find another fuse to open a door which opens another bit and it's just that it's just a giant puzzle game. Um, I got so far, um, which was cool. Uh, I honestly, the, well, there was a first bit. It was like, I found this fuse, put it in. Cool. Oh, it needs two. And I was properly like, where is it? And then just randomly, I was doing something. I was like, oh, there's a fuse box there. That's probably got a fuse in. When got it, I was like, cool. Um, went into the next section and it was like, oh, that looks intense uh, and like i said i've been playing a little uh, playing a little bit up to that point which i've been feeling sick um so i was like this might not be the right move at this point in time so i turned the whole thing off there and then um my whole objective for this week was literally play computer games play vr watch movies you know, kind of like an end of the year kind of catch up. Spend some time playing some games. Spend some time playing some VR of all the VR that I bought over the Christmas period. Um, spend some time watching the movies that I talk about non-stop that I don't watch. Um, definitely going to watch The Irishman tomorrow. Um, and so far, we're like two days if your week starts on a Sunday into this week and I mean I, I you know I watched one of the films I was going to watch and I played part of one of the games so well, I've had part of two of games uh, so not bad all in all but yeah not not great 
Um, that's it from a VR perspective. Like I say, um, not not a great time for me playing stuff. Um, as I've already mentioned, there's been no gym. Um, I'm not going to go to the gym today, as I'm sure you can imagine, because I don't feel well enough. Um, outside of that, I had been going. I was back. I was back to going. Christmas came and went. Um, so at the point I feel well enough, I will definitely go back. Um, and that's kind of that. So there we go. That is the podcast for this week. Hope you all had a good Christmas. Hope you've got a good New Year coming. By the time you hear this, New Year will have been and gone. So I hope you had a good New Year. Uh, And until next week, I'll say bye and I'll see you then. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one in the bag. And another week gone. YouTube watchers, make sure YouTube subscribers like, share, comment, all that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some love. So there we go, that's another one done. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!